chapter 15 verses 16 and then we will read verse 4 and 5 John chapter 15 verse 16 followed by verses 4 and 5 of John chapter 15 praise Amen. Verse 4 and 5. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit in by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me, I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, Father, we thank you and we praise you for your word. We pray that you will speak into our lives. Release grace and anointing in this place that will make the proclamation of your word effective. Propelled by your power, Father. May your word come forth, doing its work in the depth of human soul, O oh Father. We pray for a release of grace and anointing in this place. Every critical spirit, we bind them in the name of Jesus. To Christ be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you. We will continue with the theme, You God Help. You God Help. We continue with that theme. So we have been discussing and talking from God's word, saying that God has not just simply abandoned us. He has not left us as orphans. But he has given his Holy Spirit to us so that we can be victorious in our Christian life. We have a helper. We have an aid. We have a comforter. We have one who intercedes on our behalf. We have one who empowers us so that we can fulfill the desires and the will of God. Praise God. We have the Holy Spirit power so that we can overcome the works of flesh. And we allow the Holy Spirit to work within us so that we can bear the fruits of the Spirit as well. Last week we looked into the fact that how the works of the flesh that is manifested through our lives, how it contaminates our lives and defeats the very purpose of God concerning our lives. And what God desires is that we crucify the works of the flesh with its desires and passion so that we can move forward into everything that God has called us out to be. So we want to look into the fact that what God desires through us is that we become people who are fruitful. People who bear fruit in and out of season. Praise God. So as we venture into that, we want to pause for a moment. And we want to take another route here and we will come back 
to what we've been talking about. Praise God. This is what Jesus says in John chapter 15, verse 16. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. See, this is what Jesus is saying. That remember this, that you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Praise God. Quite often, knowingly or unknowingly, we think and we say that we met the Lord. That we have something to do with it. But Christ is very clear. He says, you did not choose me, but I have chosen you. And when did he choose us? When did he choose us? Before the foundations of the world. Praise God. There is nothing that you and I can brag or say saying that we chose him. But rather he has chosen us. Praise God. And when he, cho when he chose us, there was a purpose behind his election, his calling, his choice, him choosing us. Paul goes to the extent of so talking about it and he puts it like this, knowing the hope of his calling. So every time he called someone, he chose someone behind that calling and behind that election, behind the choosing, there was a hope that he had concerning each and every one of us. Praise God. And the way he has called us, he has not called us in a mass way but he has called us individually one by one because every one of us are unique and peculiar and important to him and he is saying listen you did not choose me I have chosen you and I have ordained you one version says I have appointed you to go and bear fruits praise God hallelujah Amen. So according strictly to this verse, we have been chosen and we have been ordained and appointed to go and bear fruit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Ordained simply means set apart. Ordained simply means that he has set us apart with a purpose, with an intention, with a design, with a mission, with a project, with a purpose so that you and I can go and bear fruit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you believe what he's saying? Do you believe that Christ has chosen you? Praise God. As my brother was saying, how often we are just being carried with the things of life. And forget that we are not supposed to be just taken with the things of this world. But rather realize that he has handpicked us. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I have been handpicked. Praise God. Yesterday we heard 
and young man, he was sharing his testimony, and he said, out of 1,000 candidates, he was selected. And, you know, it was a big testimony. Out of 1,000 candidates, he was selected. Praise God. Selected by who? Selected by, by, by a group of people who were interviewing him. Selected him into a position and gave him an assignment and a job. If that's the case, can you imagine who has choo- chosen you and me? Who has chosen you and me? Praise God. Hallelujah. When we understand the depth of what it means that Christ has chosen me. Christ has handpicked me. And when he handpicked me, he had a purpose and he ordained me. And he appointed me that I go and bear fruit. That means when he handpicked me. And when he ordained me and appointed me, he has made every provision. And he has put the potential in you and me so that we can bear fruit. Praise God. Hallelujah. You and I are not lame ducks. You and I are not people with no potential. But he has made and given us the provisions that we need. And he has put potential within us so that we can bear fruit for him. Praise God. Hallelujah. So don't ever look at yourself as a person who has no potential. But look at yourself as a person who has so much potential. Because he handpicked me and he ordained me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Once Napoleon the Great was having a talk with us. With this high-ranking officials. And uh, as they were talking, one of his, his horse just got spooked and just took off. One of the privates who were standing by saw what had happened. Jumped on his horse and pursued Napoleon's horse. Caught him, brought him back to Napoleon. And handed the reins into the hands of Napoleon. Napoleon looked at him. Smiled and said. Thank you captain. The young private. His eyes gleaming. Surprised. He saluted back at Napoleon and said. Yes sir. Walked right away from there. Went into the officer's camp. Went in there. Got the uniform for a captain. Put on that uniform and walked into the officer's quarters. Simply because he believed what Napoleon the general said. Just one word. Thank you, captain. Praise God. Do you believe what Jesus says about you? Praise God. Do you believe what Jesus says about you? Praise God. If we believe what Christ says about us, we ought to act like it. We ought to walk like it. We got to speak like it. 
We got to carry ourselves like it. We got to live like it. We got to conduct ourselves like it because we have been chosen by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and he has ordained us and he has appointed us so that we go out and bear Praise God. Hallelujah. Believe what he says about you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do you believe that you are wired in such a way that you are the potential, praise God, to produce fruit? You are the potential to do what? To produce fruit. You have been wired in such a way that you and I have the potential to produce fruit. Praise God. And Christ says, this fruit is very unique. What is so unique about this fruit? What is so unique about this fruit? This fruit what? Should, should remain. Praise God. The nature of fruit that you see in the natural realm has a time frame for it. Whether you pick it up from the shopping mall or from the supermarket or you take it out of the tree, there is a time frame for it. There is a date of expiration on it. If you sit on it, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Eventually it will do what? It will rot. But the fruit that is produced through you and through me has the potential to what? To remain. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The fruit that you and I can produce with His help because He has ordained it, because He has appointed us, has the potential to do what? To remain. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hmm. True fruit. Authentic fruit. Genuine fruit. What does that mean? True fruit, authentic fruit, genuine fruit. What does that mean? Are there counterfeit fruits? Huh? Are there counterfeit fruits? Yeah. Have you seen one? You never seen one? Come with me to home visit. I'll show you. <laughs> what are they? they? They look like a fruit, but they are. Praise God. Jesus didn't call, guys, Jesus didn't call anybody a fruit. But he said you will bear. Praise God. I know the older folks won't get it, but I know you guys will. That's okay. So I don't want you to think about that fruit. We're not calling anybody a fruit. Last time I introduced somebody as a first fruit and they had a good laugh about it. 
I said, there is a, if there is a first fruit, there is a second fruit. And I said, all of you guys are in line. It's just a matter of whether you're one or two or three or ten, whatever it is. Okay, let's move on. That's not our topic. Praise God. What's so special about fruit? Every fruit has what? Every fruit has a seed in it. Unlimited potential. Praise God. When God created the plants and the fruits that it bears, every fruit has what? It has a seed in it. And that means what? It has a potential to give more fruits and more life. Praise God. The fruit that you and I have been called to bear are fruits that should remain. Fruits that keep on giving. Oh, wow. Praise God. Hey, do you know you and I have been handpicked and ordained and appointed that you and I can give? Give what? Give what? Life. Give satisfaction. Give joy. Give happiness to people around us. Have you seen any tree that consumes its own fruit? Have you seen any tree that consumes its own fruit? No. The tree does what? It just produces the fruit and it keeps giving and giving and giving and giving. And every fruit has within it a seed that continues to give life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. But Jesus is saying, listen, it's true that I have picked you and picked you. It's true that I have appointed you and ordained you. But do you want to bear fruit? If you have to bear fruit, you got to do what? What you got to do? What you got to do? You got to abide. Abide where? Abide in me. And let my word abide in you. Praise God. Look how Christ puts it in verse 4 and 5. He says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the wine, neither can you unless you abide in me. It's true, I'm handpicked. Does that make you feel special? I don't know about you guys. I, it does make me feel special. Praise God. It makes me feel special because he handpicked me. Praise God. And he ordained me. Praise God. So I feel good. I feel special about it. But if I have to fulfill the purpose, if I have to live up to the calling, if every ability and skills and talents that is embedded within me have to be optimized, if it has to come to its maximum, Christ says, Abide in me. Praise God. And I abide in you. Praise God. When that happens, what happens? You produce fruit. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
Look what he says in verse 5. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do a thing. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, without him, you can do a thing. Tell him, tell him, tell him. Tell her, without him, you can do a thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Abide in me and let me abide in you. Praise God. Just like the branch cannot bear a fruit by itself unless it abides in the tree. Praise God. In the wine. You and I cannot bear fruit unless we abide in him. See, in the natural realm, in the natural realm, the branch and the tree, they are connected. Praise God. It's spontaneous. But when it comes to the spiritual realm, you and I have to stay connected to him. You and I have to abide in him. And he has to abide in us. It's a cultivated lifestyle. It is a, it's a deliberate decision. It's an act that you take willfully to abide in him. I think it was Oswald Sanders who once said, and I quote, You can only be as close to him as much as you choose to be, end quote. Praise God. You can only be as close to him as, ye, as you want him to be close to you. What does that mean? <laughs> Praise God. For weeks we've been saying that he is with us, he is in us. Hey, 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 didn't we say that? That the Holy Spirit is with us, the Holy Spirit indwells us. If the Holy Spirit indwells us, and if the Holy Spirit is with me, then what is this thing? Abide in me and let me abide in you and let my words abide. What is that? Without me, you cannot do anything. Praise God. James says, draw closer to him and he will. Draw closer to me and he will. Draw closer to him and he will. Draw closer to. What are you talking about? I thought he's already in me. I thought he's already by my side. Praise God. What does that mean? I can still live a life without abiding in him. In other words, I can go through the motion of living. I can call myself a Christian. I can call myself a believer. I can call myself, I can live a superficial, shallow Christian life. That's what it means. That's what it means is I can be a weekend Christian. I could be a Sunday morning 10 to 1 Christian. No, if I need to bear fruit, fruit that's going to remain, fruits that going to last, fruit that going to impact lives, fruit that can make a difference. Praise God. I have to abide in him. What is this abide in him? Hang in there, man. Tell your neighbor, hang in there. 
Praise God. Cling on to him. Praise God. Hold fast to him. Praise God. Tell him you are my life. You are the reason. You are the cause. You are my redeemer. You are my savior. You are the lover of my soul. There is nothing good besides you. I can't have a life without you. You are the reason. The more you love, the more you hold on to him, you're going to see his life flowing through you, as you allow this life to flow through you, you're going to produce fruit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Listen what Jesus is saying. Praise God. If you cut yourself away from him in any way, in any manner, at any given time, you won't bring fruit for his glory. Praise God. A Christian's life ought to be a life style that is cultivated. Praise God. Immersed and saturated in enjoying his presence. Lingering in his presence. Pondering on his word. Praise God. Being in worship. Being in service, a sacrificial kind of life. Praise God, because he is one who, praise God, he's a Lord who sacrificed himself. Do we desire to linger with him? If we do, we are going to, praise God, bear fruit. So Jesus makes it very clear in this particular chapter. He says, listen, you know, there's telltale signs whether you are abiding or not. Whether you are abiding or not is very evident. And Jesus gives the telltale signs. And this is a sign he says. He says, if you're abiding in me, you will be producing fruits. So what is the evidence that you are abiding in me? The, the evidence of you being abiding in him means that you are producing fruits. So the fruit should be an evidence that we are abiding in him. And then Jesus says, what is the next evidence that you are abiding in him? The next evidence is that you are being pruned. You are being cleansed. And that is an evidence that you are abiding in him. And finally, Jesus says that, hey, there is one more evidence that you are abiding in me. Praise God. That is, he says, you abide in me and let my words abide in you. And then whatsoever you ask of me, praise God. In other words, a prayer life that is fruitful, a fruition in prayer. What you ask of God, you receive it, is also an evidence that you are abiding in him. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you linger in his presence, when you hold on to him, when you allow his word to take root in your lives, praise God. When you cling on to him, you know his heartbeat, you know his desires, you can hear him very well. And your heart is synchronized with his heart. Your heartbeat is synchronized with his heartbeat. Your footsteps are synchronized with his footsteps. Your activities are synchronized with his activities. Your desires take a change. It's a radical change. It's a radical transformation. You start thinking his thoughts and he says whatsoever you ask. Praise God. What happened? What happened is the desire realm got conditioned. Aha. 
Praise God. The desire realm got conditioned. Conditioned by what? Conditioned by the Holy Spirit. Conditioned by the Word of God. Conditioned by the presence of God. Conditioned by the likes of God. Conditioned by the desires of God. Conditioned by the will of God. That's why the psalmist says, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Fruit. Praise God. What is this fruit that the Bible talks about? We need to identify the fruits, right? Hello. We need to identify the, the fruits. Look what the Bible says. So many of them. Praise God. Fruit is so vital for our spiritual life. Now... Now and then. Fruit is very vital for our spiritual life. Now and then. Now is what? Now is what? Now is now. Present tense. Then is what? Then is what? How far? How far? Hey, how far? How far? How far, Jackie? How far? How far? Far. How far? You don't know. How far? Huh? How far? I thought it would get better from there to here. You know what he asked me? He says, past. How far? Huh? How far into the future? Huh? How far into the future? Tomorrow, good. How far? Sean, how far? How far? How far, Sean? It's not a tricky question, man. How far? Huh? In a Thank God. This is what you call it's reverse thinking. It went to past? I went to a minute. Okay, all right. How far, my brother Sandosh? Always good. What else? He, who said eternity? Who said eternity? Huh? All right. Man, with God on your side, you have to put the God lens. This lens only allows me to see this far. Praise God. But when you put God's lens on, you see where? How far? You see eternity. So the fruits that we bear are for now, and it's going to reward us in the eternity. Aha, uh -huh. do you know in eternity, who's who going to be determined by what? What's going to make sure that I reach eternity? 
what Christ has done, the finished work on the cross, gives me the assurance that I'm going to reach the eternity with all the provisions that he has made, with the Holy Spirit that abides within me, with the word of God that is given to me, with the fellowship of the saints. Uh, if I lean on him, trust in him, align myself to him, I am guaranteed a spot in heaven. But who's who in heaven will be determined by what? Will be determined by what? Huh? You think everyone in heaven is going to be the same? What do you think? What do you think? Huh? Some are going to be having one crown, some are going to be having two crowns, and some are going to be having three crowns. Some are going to be having so many crowns that we're just going to look at them and heat our hearts. Oh man, shipping got full. Well, you could have had five. What were you doing here? Praise God. All right, let's move on. Praise God. So, listen to what the Bible says, okay? This is what the Bible says. We need to identify the fruits. Romans 1.13 identifies fruits as winning lost souls. Okay. Romans 6.22 identifies fruit as holiness. Romans 15.28 identifies fruit as financial giving. Colossians 1, identify fruit as practical help that we give. Praise God. Galatians 5, 22-23, identifies fruit as fruit to the Spirit, and there are nine of them given there. Hebrews 13, 15, identifies fruit of our lips, giving thanks unto God. Fruit don't exist for itself, but fruit exists for others so that the fruit can bring satisfaction, contentment in the life of others. Huh. I'm going to finish this up. 49, Genesis 49, 22, something that we know. Joseph is a fruitful bowl, a fruitful wine, even a fruitful bowl by a well whose branches run over the wall. Praise God. Amen. Joseph was so fruitful that the Bible says that his branches was what? Had gone over the walls. Ooh, wow. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, you can become so fruitful... That you can what? You can become what? You can be stretched and you become a blessing over the wall. Beautiful. God wants all of us to become so fruitful in our lives. Praise God. And like Joseph, we can become fruitful in so many of the areas. And we want to connect the verses that we read to the life of Joseph. Praise God. Paul says winning souls is bearing fruit for him. If that's the case, did Joseph win souls unto God? Well, he saved his family. Praise God. And he saved countless people in the physical realm. What Joseph did in the physical realm, you and I can do it in the spiritual realm. And that could be evidence that we are fruitful. 
according to Romans 6.22. Holiness is a fruit. And if that's the case, Joseph, who was fruitful, how about him? Look into his life and his lifestyle. This was one man who was away from his home, not under the scrutiny of his parents, not under the scrutiny of any one of his siblings, all alone in, the, in a foreign land. Yet he kept his life from being contaminated by being corrupted, by being defiled, holy unto God, where before the laws were handed down. Praise God. Colossians identifies good works as, as the fruit that we can bear. In the life of Joseph, we see, yes, he saved an entire nation. Praise God. By storing up goods to distribute where there, when there was a need. Hebrew 13 verse 15 puts praise giving thanks to God as fruit connected with the life of Joseph when he stands before Pharaoh and when he interprets the dream and Pharaoh said, wow, who is this? Joseph gave glory to who? When people look at you and they admire you and they say, wow, man, you got some, you got some talent, you got some skill, you got some ability. Shift, shift, shift and say, praise God, all glory to him. That's when the world will know that you are bearing fruit. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is what the Bible says, that we need to bear fruit that abides praise God Joseph was so fruitful that his branches went where praise God over the wall now what happens when your branches go over the wall praise God huh what happened when the branches go over the wall huh go ahead it's this fruit on both sides there is fruit on the inside and there is fruit on the outside. Well, look into the life of Joseph. Joseph was a fruitful wine that went over the wall. He was not his, 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 his ability to produce and satisfy the needs of people was not confined to the land that he was living. It was not confined to Egypt alone. God had prospered him. He was a man who was in connection with the Lord and his, his fruit went across the wall and he allowed his fruits to be taken from people within Egypt and outside of Egypt. People from Canaan, people from all over the world came to Egypt, came to Egypt and asked for Pharaoh. Pharaoh said, don't ask me, ask Joseph. And Joseph could what? Deliver the goods because he was fruitful on the inside and he was fruitful on the outside. Hey, we said before that we are handpicked, right? Did you tell your neighbor you are handpicked? Did you tell your neighbor you're handpicked? Yes? Well, now turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, 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 you are handpicked so that you can be picked. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you are handpicked so that you can be picked. What does that mean? What does that mean? You are handpicked by God. And you are being appointed and ordained by God to bear fruit. You are handpicked by God to bear fruit. 
And when you bear fruit, you're going to be picked. What's going to be picked? The fruit's going to be picked. It's going to be picked from the inside. And it's going to be picked from the outside. Why? Because God has made you so fruitful that you started bearing fruit on the inside. People started picking up your fruits and they are content and they are satisfied. And as people start taking the fruits from the inside, you don't complain. You just keep giving because the fruit that is in you is produced by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's produced because the power of the Spirit in Fuses you. It is produced because you abide in him and he abides in you. You know it's not you. You know it's not you. You know it's not your ability. You know it's not your effort, but his power running through you produces the fruit. And people on the inside, within the wall, they take the fruit, they consume the fruit, they are satisfied, but it doesn't stop there. Now God decides, I'm gonna bless you and I'm gonna prosper you. To to such an extent that your branches are gonna go over the wall, and you're gonna be you're gonna be satisfying people who are outside the walls. Oh, praise God! <laughs> praise God! Oh. Tell your neighbor, 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 I am handpicked to be picked. I am handpicked to be picked. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some people only want people on the outside to pick them. Praise God. No. You get picked inside first. Then you're going to be picked outside. Praise God. You allow the people on the inside to pick that fruit faster. Praise God. And the people on the outside. Some people only want to bear fruit. They don't like to be picked. Ah. You know that? They got fruits, but they don't want to be picked. Praise God. People go there, and they want to shake that tree, and they want to bring that fruit down, but they don't allow anybody to shake the tree. The shakers are coming to your house. I don't know how many of you got that. The shakers are coming to your house. Who's the shakers? Huh? Who's the shakers? The fundraising team is coming to you. Uh -huh. The fundraising team is coming to you. They're going to shake your tree. They want that fruit. But don't tell them, your fruit is, my fruit is not for you. My fruit is only for the people on the outside. First, you got to give on the inside before you go on the outside. Don't become so self-centered, so selfish, saying that, no, 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 no. My fruit is only for me. And it's if I will only give it on the outside. Praise God. God has filled you. God has blessed you. You are produced so much that you can give on the inside and you can go give on the outside. The reason that your branches are falling outside is because you have the ability to give on the inside or on the outside. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen, if you say don't shake me, 
Leave my fruit alone. I like my fruit. My fruit is for show. My fruit is for exhibition. I'm going to put the fruit on display. Let me tell you. Yes, you can put it on display. Nobody will come and shake the fruit off your tree. But it's not going to last forever. It's not going to last forever. Praise God. Christian life is the more you give. The more you give. The more you give. The more you give, praise God, because it's life. His life is running through you. Whose life? The giver's life is running through you. Whose life? The abundant giver's life. The generous giver's life. The one who gave everything. His life is running through you. You can give on the inside and you can give on the outside. Praise God. IPA. It's a, it's, it's a fruitful tree that has its branches on the inside and on the outside. Today after the service, we're going to have a special luncheon banquet. You know what? Where the proceeds are going to go? It's going to a school in Ethiopia. People who don't look like us. People who don't dress like us. People who don't speak our language. People who don't have a culture like ours. People who are different in every way. But the fruit of this church has gone over the branches. That it satisfies people on the end Inside, and it satisfies the people on the outside. It satisfies people on this continent and on that continent, on that continent, because there the Lord has blessed us. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. When we are fruitful, we are not the only one who are content and filled. But rather it spills over the boundaries, the neighbors, the co-workers, and your church. Praise God. Abide in me. And let me abide in you. And you're going to produce fruit. Shall we rise up before the Lord? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All eyes closed. Oh, Jesus, we thank you, Father. We thank you.
You are special. You are handpicked by Him. That strikes a chord in my soul that I'm so special that I handpicked by Him. He not only handpicked me, but He has ordained me. He has appointed me so that I can bear fruits, fruits that remain. Praise God. Great potential. Praise God. You have within you great potential, great provisions. When you stay connected to Him, when you abide in Him and allows Him to abide in you, fruits that will satisfy fruits that will satisfy the needs of the hungry God has called you and me to bear fruits fruits that remain fruits that are vital and important now and forever praise God God wants to prosper you so that you bear fruit on branches inside and your branches go outside you make it you become a blessing inside and you become a blessing Hallelujah. would you pray Lord let me bear fruits for you let your purpose for my life be fulfilled let your intentions concern let the hope of your calling That I become a blessing on the inside or on the outside. Father, we thank you for your people. We thank you because they are precious and special. They are special because you had picked them. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray that we will walk out of this place with that assurance that you have handpicked us and that you have a greater call and a greater purpose concerning our lives and that we would fulfill bear fruit, fruit of holiness, fruit of winning souls, fruit of winning souls, fruit of giving praise to God, fruit of being a hell, fruit of being blessing, the fruit of the Spirit. Praise God. Lord, we bless God's people. May we continue to be fruitful. In Jesus' name, Amen. Please be seated. We're going to sing a song and we're going to take the offering.